Welcome to The Healing Source. My name is Paul Fletcher, and I am a master teacher and healer certified by the Tao Academy. As a Tao Healing Hands healer, Tao Calligraphy healer, Tao Song healer, Divine Soul Communicator, and Akashic Record Reader. The profound and sacred wisdom that I will share with you in this podcast originates from world-renowned spiritual leader, healer, author, and humanitarian, Dr. and Master Jigong Sha. In this series, I will share the most powerful self-healing techniques while interweaving the ancient wisdom of the Source and the modern explanations of Tao science, the science of the Source. So join me on this journey as we manifest in our lives the Source of Healing from Within. Aloha, welcome. Thank you everybody for joining me today. It is February 7, 2024, and this is The Healing Source with your host, Paul Fletcher. I have been doing this podcast now for a little over a year. Isn't that interesting? And I don't know what episode this is, probably something around episode number 60. But today, we're moving into season number nine. And I was reviewing the different um, wisdom that has been taught in the previous eight series. And I took a look at this subject matter and this new series on the spiritual channels. And I will share with you quite a bit today as setting the foundation for this series But mostly what I want you to hear is that opening your spiritual channels is the side effect of realigning your entire spiritual body to your source creator. And I will share with you those benefits. Now, I was blessed in my soul journey to have been, to have met and trained with three different enlightened masters. The first two, I did not know were enlightened until I had met the third one and got a very clear understanding of what might might dictate uh, the levels of an enlightened person and how uh, they are, what their intention is, etc. And I was able to clearly look back on the first two teachers I had trained under and very clearly understand that they had reached a layer or level of enlightenment. Now, With this third spiritual teacher, Dr. and Master Shah, I was, um, I had been prepared prior to meeting him. Unbeknownst to myself, you know, that's how the soul journey works. You, you, you might go through, uh, the proverbial hell to get to where you are, so to speak. But oftentimes those experiences have extraordinary contribution to the place you're at today, as difficult as they may be. And so in in several cases in previous training, quite a few um, major spiritual tests. And it led me to where I could actually um, train with a very high-level, authentic uh, spiritual master. And Dr. and Master Shah taught 
how to open your spiritual channels, but he also taught why. He he always teaches in threes, what, why, and how. And I'll be teaching you similarly today. Now, this is a subject that is far and wide and extraordinarily deep. To say that one understands what opening the spiritual channels means, how to do it, and then how, and to, to assume that you have reached an end point with it is, is certainly the epitome of ego and foolish. Just like enlightenment, there is no end to it. And just like the spiritual channels, there is no end to the opening and developing of them. And one of the reasons why, probably the main reason why, is because of the direct association of the spiritual channels to the heart center. And I will go into more detail on this uh, a little bit later in this presentation, but I want to set the stage for what we're going to be covering in this series. That is the purpose of today's podcast, because spiritual channels are like having a thousand gigabyte internet speed versus 14K dial-up from the old telephone line internet speed. <clears throat> when you truly develop your spiritual channels, there is no part of your life that is the same. A person that works with source alignment, with the wisdom coming through their spiritual channels, does not see the world the same way that they would have seen the world even a few years earlier. They do not approach a problem the same way. They do not approach a solution the same way. Most all of us came in uh, with an intention to use this lifetime to grow substantially on our journey. <clears throat> and in that desire to grow, we have received challenges because that's the nature of telling heaven, I'm tired of this stuff. I want to reach the end. I want to stop reincarnating. I want to, to, I want to be done with the pain and the suffering. And yet we get more of it. Isn't that the dichotomy, right? Why? Because the nature of reaching higher levels and layers of awakening and enlightenment uh, goes hand in hand with the sloughing off of all that inhibits that. So what is inhibiting that? Our old ways of thinking, mindsets, attitudes, beliefs, ego, attachments, of course, yes. All of our emotions inhibit that. And our mistakes, they all inhibit the uh, ability to reach these higher levels of attainment. So we come into this world all gung-ho, the soul's very excited. We, on the other hand, we get that mom or that dad, which may have been good, don't get me wrong, but maybe it wasn't. We get those co-workers, those partners, those friends, or those enemies throughout our life, and we have a series of experiences that, for a good chunk of us, could have been quite difficult. And in all of those experiences, up until the point in the time when you really start developing your spiritual channels, we tend to react and respond from what we know, from what we've been taught. And what we've been taught very often is not correct. 
So when we react or when we respond, it could be what we learn from witnessing others reacting and responding. <clears throat> I uh, re reacted and responded with quite a bit of uh, fiery anger earlier on in my life because i that's what I was taught. That's what I saw. That's what my um, uh, teacher was, so to speak. I did not have, uh, I should say, I had not developed the latent spiritual channels that were present in me as they are with you at that time. So this leads me to the next very important statement, that up until the time your spiritual channels start opening and developing, which for some people could be, you know, age one, two, and three, there are quite a few children, could, could have been you as well, where your spiritual channels were open. Maybe your third eye was open. Maybe you talked to God. Certainly, certainly possible for all of us. Uh, but equally possible, we could have had traumatic experiences and shut them down. We could have been talking to God. It could have been seeing angels. Could have been seeing things with the third eye. And people decided that they would judge us and tell us that that's not okay and you're embarrassing me. So don't say that out loud. And, and then they hide us in the corner. And again, our channels get shut down. <clears throat> so, Generally speaking, when a new soul comes in, their heart is wide open, their channels, which every soul has, you have, I have, are wide open. And as between zero and approximately age five, six, those channels uh, either remain open or they close. What's the dependency on? The dependency on is actually how open is the child's heart how much trauma occurred in that child's life up until that age that might have closed the heart. If they did have obvious open spiritual channels, did the, the parent or the peer support that and assist them in developing that, saying it is okay, right? Uh, but a good chunk of us, it just closes. And then we go through the process of getting beat up in life. Beat up by the process of schools, bullies, friends, no friends, um, uh, having accidents, having traumas, having good things happen to us, all of those experiences. And then right around the age of 25, 30, 35, 40, we go through an internal awakening where we realize that the life that has been just okay at best, uh, something's not right with that. And we start questioning things. We start questioning the belief systems. We start questioning, oh, what's my purpose in life? Why am I suffering? Blah, blah, blah. And that's typically, for the vast majority of us that are watching this, that's typically when we start waking up. And that waking up can look in many different ways. It can look like dreams, interesting dreams. It could look like insights or intuition that consistently proves to be true. It can look like books falling off the shelf landing in front of us. It can look like third eye all of a sudden popping open. There are certainly a decent number of people whose third eye is open and they either don't know it because they don't know that what they're seeing is not abnormal. <clears throat> the, there are definitely people I've come across in this life that their third eye was open and they just thought everybody's third eye was open. They didn't talk to anybody because they just thought it was normal. There are people I've come across that do not have third eye, but they they see light and light talks to them. And light is quite accurate when it talks to them. That's a form of a channel. And so when we refer to your spiritual channels being open, 
it is not like there is a limited number of them necessarily. Um, my teacher, Dr. Master Shah, specifically teaches four channels, which I will cover in the, in this series. I will cover the four major channels, <laughs> but specific to this subject matter today, the larger understanding of the importance of developing your spiritual channels, <clears throat> what I would ask you to be conscious and pay attention to is the 100,000 layer view and then narrowing it down to you. You see, we as humans have operated in this life using our five senses. If we can't see it, it's not real. If we can't smell it, it's not real. If we can't touch it, it's not real. If we can't taste it, it's not real. If we can't hear it, it must not be real. And that's how we perceive God in many cases. We hope God's real, but can't see, smell, touch, taste, hear. So let's question if there's really a source, right? So people go through this process of using their five senses to identify all this experience in this life, which naturally has quite a few challenges because on the process of, of developing our spiritual journey of becoming that which we originally are, we suffer. The suffering is because of our lack of understanding. It's not because suffering is meant to occur. It's because of our um, reaction or response to what occurs. That's what creates the suffering. <clears throat> when somebody's spiritual channels are open, something could happen, and in their spiritual channels, they can hear or see or receive a message that quite clearly tells them why that happened. There's no reaction. There's no response. There's basically a neutrality that occurs. Uh, and that is one, just one of the values of having open spiritual channels. In our development of these qualities and these characteristics that, again, I remind you, you have, everyone has. doesn't matter if in your life you've never had an intuition or if in your life you've never seen a message or books never fall off the shelf. doesn't matter if you uh, crunch numbers for a living and you only believe things that are mathematically proven. It's, all of that is completely irrelevant. There will be a point in time, very likely in that in this lifetime, where something that is within you will find its way uh, to the surface. And as it does that, it could express itself in many different ways. So there are um, abilities beyond the five senses, more senses if you would call it that. Uh, and ultimately, all of this ties back to who are we? In the scheme of things, what are spiritual channels? Spiritual channels are the remembering and realignment to that which we already are 100% of. It is the ability to sense in ways other than the five senses in such a way that we remember and realign to that which we already are. This experience, this third dimensional experience that you will eventually come to understand is false, it's temporary, and it is not what we actually are. We, in essence, right now, at this very moment, as you listen, 
reside and have always resided and have never been anywhere else in the heart of our source creator. We are one with our source, even now as I speak this, even now as you listen to this. You're nowhere else, you are there. But you are here in this physical third dimension listening to me, and I am here in this physical third dimension talking to you. How is that possible if I'm, quote, there, and I'm here talking to you? This is the nature and the dichotomy of this experience as a soul. So spiritual channels are part of the bringing us back, so to speak, from this experience to that which we already are. It has been said, and you may or may not uh, recognize, comprehend, or believe this, but eventually you will. It has been said that this experience is literally like a projection. Like if you were the guy behind the big camera, you know, you ever go to a movie theater and have a hundred people in the room and up and up above you, and there's that little square box in the wall behind you, and there's this big camera sticking out of it. Well, there's somebody behind that camera that turns on that switch and puts the film in there, and then it shoots against the screen, right? You are the one behind that camera sitting in the heart of the source, and you are shooting a projection into this experience. Now, you can accept that, not accept that, that's up to you. This has come from many high sources, including my own teacher, Master Shaw. And the spiritual channels are the process and the way in which we can remember that oneness from which we originate. Why then do we have all this experience? Why do we suffer? Why are we going through this? Well, how is source supposed to know source? Source is all things. Source is everything that ever was and ever will be. Source is is a circle, if you will, in in and of itself, and we are within that circle. And source cannot experience itself if it only knows itself. So uh, source expanded itself into all universes, into all creation. And we are part of that expansion. We are part of source, but this experience is part of that expansion. And uh, source is experiencing you right now, listening to this, questioning it, going, oh, that sounds kind of cool. That makes sense. Whatever your process is, source is experiencing that. Source cannot experience source except through you. Knowing is different than experiencing. So you are the experiencer for source. The ability to return to source becomes much, much easier when we develop our spiritual channels. Up until the point when you start developing your spiritual channels, we make choices, we we act, we react, we make choices, uh, decisions based on um processes that we have learned up until that point, based on our education, based on what might be called common sense, et cetera, et cetera. And yet, they're very likely, for probably 90 plus percent of you, you have had intuition in your life. And if you followed that intuition, you will have discovered that it may have went against all things logical, all things that you might have done using the previous five senses that you have been so efficient at developing. You followed the intuition, and things worked out for you. This is the nature of the spiritual channels. They can make your life 10 billion times easier because the spiritual channels are an aspect of your soul. Your soul is an aspect of the source. You, by your name, Paul, Mary, Joan, 
Billy, whatever your name is, you are not you. You are not the personality. You are not this 30, 40, 50, 90-year-old version of this experience. You are the soul projecting an experience into this realm. And maybe your life has just been awesome. Congratulations if it has. But for the vast majority of us, we've had some difficulties. When we develop our spiritual channels, it significantly curtails the difficulties. It significantly assists us to avoid making mistakes. It will absolutely give us insights and information that will assist us in making much, much better choices that uh, for that moment and forward create a set of conditions that create a lot less suffering in our life. One of the most important aspects in this three-dimensional experience that we want to accomplish is to stop suffering. And open spiritual channels does exactly that. Because you hear from your soul. You hear from other souls. Jesus exists. Kuan Yin exists. Buddha exists. Amitofu exists. Muhammad exists. God, of course, exists. You have heavens, teams, guides, angels, and saints. And all of them have wisdom to share with you. Mountains, trees, rivers. Do you think they haven't seen thousands of years of, of things walking over them, moving through them? They have incredible wisdom and memory. Water remembers everything. And so the nature of your spiritual channels is such that you can meld with all that is within your environment and not be um, driven by the mind, not be driven by emotions. <clears throat> Those are control mechanisms that are not serving your higher version of your higher self. During this um, series of opening and developing your spiritual channels, I will discuss with you the four major channels that has been taught me. They include the Divine Direct Soul Communication Channel, the Direct uh, Soul Language Channel, the Direct Knowing Channel, and the third eye channel. And I will share with you in each of those podcasts snippets of the higher wisdom that I am allowed to share with you. <clears throat> and I will have to check spiritual guidance uh, if I can do any of the practices with you. Now, if you're new and you hear me check spiritual guidance, what does that mean? That means I am trusting the information that I receive through my open spiritual channels. Uh, for the last 15 years, I have been practicing and developing, further developing these spiritual channels. As I said at the beginning of this podcast, there is no end to the development of your spiritual channels. And as I said in the beginning of this podcast, and the epicenter of your spiritual channels is your heart chakra, your heart center. And <clears throat> this heart center can be on a moment-to-moment, -moment, hour-to-hour, day-to-day basis, it can be more open, 
a little bit more closed. You 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 read an unpleasant email, it closes a little bit more. You go and watch some children play in the park, your heart opens again. You do a little singing, your heart opens again. You do a little painting, your heart opens again. You get a negative phone call, your heart closes a bit. Somebody yells at you, your heart closes a bit, right? So your heart center is constantly in this process of opening and closing. <clears throat> when your spiritual channels become much more developed, you have the ability to receive messages with purity and clarity, not auto-react auto to your mind and what your mind thinks is right, not auto-react to any one of the potential emotions that can sway you in any given direction. My teacher, Master Shah, uh, has been teaching his students as long as they've been with him to develop uh, the abilities to let go of that which creates emotional imbalance, to not become irritated, to not take things personally, to not uh, default to self-righteousness, to be more selfless in your thoughts, words, and actions. And I can go on and on and on about all the different ways he has taught us to develop our heart center, to not clutter it with more stuff. Even just yesterday, <clears throat> something extraordinarily simple, I was letting to clutter my heart. And I let it clutter my heart all week. And I know this wisdom. What was it? I took the trash out to the curb, very full trash. And the trash man did not pick it up. He picked up almost everybody else's, but he did not pick up mine. So I was irritated. And I have this wisdom. I know that irritation is not good for my heart, not, not good for my physical heart, not good for my spiritual journey, right? But my mind immediately went into a loop. What? Why did he pick up theirs? Why not mine? What the heck's this guy's problem? And what I did is I positioned myself, I allowed myself for any other negativity on my vibration to come in there and say, yeah, negative food. And all that negative vibration runs over and starts gnawing on that little piece of negative food that I opened up from that one little irritation. So I had to consciously let it go. And then the next day, it tries to pop up again. So this is all the trash can backing out the car. Ah, runs in. The negative messages come in. It tries to um, cloud my heart. This is the nature of positive and negative energy, information, and matter. If we are to develop our spiritual channels, we must purify our heart. We must not cloud it with anything. <clears throat> and that requires diligence. It requires awakening. It requires practice. And of course, the uh, Tao transmissions can make a huge difference. Um, many of you are watching today, you're familiar with the Tao light balls, you're familiar with the transmissions, you're familiar with the crown chakra blessings and the calligraphies and so forth. All of those ultimately serve one purpose, to clear the debris, the negative uh, information from your vibration and hopefully from your heart center so that you can realign to your original source path as quickly as possible. So, in conclusion, the importance of developing your spiritual channels is one of the singular most important things that you can do.
If you fail to develop your spiritual channels, you are almost exclusively at the mercy of your automatic reaction, your automatic emotions, and the negative information that's sitting on your vibration attacking wherever something negative comes up. Just like my little trash can incident, I still had negative stuff in my vibration. It decided to uh, come in there and glom on top of that and make it two, three, four times worse. It's actually just so silly, but that's the nature of how negativity works. And if we are not conscious of it, consistently vigilant, efforting on a constant basis to let things go, to mind our thoughts, words, and actions, to mind our emotions, clear our heart chakra on a consistent basis with heart chakra practices, heart lie balls, tracing, whatever you can do to keep your vibration clean. As you do that, you start to hear more clear messages. Your third eye might pop open. These, as I will explain in the rest of this series with each new podcast, these then become your best friends because those messages are coming from your soul, your heaven's team, and the source. And there are times when you could get false spiritual messages. Those tend to come a lot easier when you dwell in the mind, when you dwell in your emotions. And your ego says, oh, you don't need that information. You're already well along your path. You're doing great. That's your ego stroking you. That's the negative information expanding that you don't need to go down that road. That won't help you. <clears throat> the nature of your spiritual journey is love, support, honoring, respect. If you're getting stroked, <laughs> that's, a, that's a dark message. Okay, so spiritual channels, uh, there is opportunity for negative messages to come in, but uh, it's very easy to discern them. And it gets easier the more you work with developing your spiritual channels. So if you never listen to another podcast of mine again, what I would tell you is make your heart center the most important center. I don't usually, I really don't like saying heart chakra. You know why? Because the association of heart chakra with uh, all of the information that's out there on the internet that people look at, it's so topical. It's so generic. You can fix your heart chakra with this crystal. You can fix your heart chakra with this essential oil, blah, 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 and you're good to go. That's a bunch of crap, folks. That's not true. Because your heart chakra is, 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 a, is an energy center, and it expands and it contracts with your emotions, with your mind processes, and with your alignment to source. It is a never-ending expansion and contraction depending upon where your energy and vibration is at on a moment-to-moment -moment basis. So it is the one thing that you need to be vigilant for your entire life. If you truly want to um, get to the end of the rainbow, so to speak, stop reincarnation, really... Uh, uh, stop the suffering and, 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 and get the most out of this life that you can. Then follow the teacher, Dr. Master Shah. Go to my website, learn more about the things that I offer. I teach what he teaches. I just teach it in a little more understandable way. Uh, at, at least my style, people tell me, is a little more understandable. But it's his wisdom. Uh, and it's much, much easier 
to be much, much happier when you are following your heart, when you are following the, the positive soul world's guidance, because you will have much less mistakes. Uh, you can manifest significantly easier the things you want to manifest. If anything unpleasant happens in your life, you can react and respond with far more uh, spiritual intelligence to it. You can pick and choose the words you want to say or the things you want to think so you don't put yourself in more trouble that you didn't want to. There's no part of your life that cannot be positively affected when you truly take time to develop your spiritual channels. So I will end with that. When we return next week, we will pop into the first of the spiritual channels, which is referred to as the soul language channel. So I look forward to seeing you then. Until then, have an amazing day, everybody. Bye-bye. To all my listeners, I wish to thank you for the opportunity to serve you today. The healing source is within you. You are the key to your own healing. If you are ready to transform your life, you can book a private consultation, join my daily healing membership program, or register for one of the many popular courses that I have created for self-healing. Your personal healing blueprint is only as far away as the effort it takes for you to get in touch with me. So be sure to write down my contact information now. To be considered for a live healing demonstration on the Healing Source show, be sure to join my mailing list by signing up at my website, DowSourceHealing.com or email me at info at DowSourceHealing.com that's T-A-O, SourceHealing.com. I look forward to serving you. Let's create a happier and healthier life together. <music>